Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister. I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling fantacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. So, here we are so, again. Again. Gosh, it's another week. week. <laughs> it's flown by. 100 miles an hour. What's going on? Who knows? Uh, well, there's lots this week, haven't we? Everyone's falling out over vaccines and, you oh. know, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> but, but we're still managing to, uh, you know, get those vaccines out there. So that's always really encouraging. Always good that's to true. see. Always good to see. You know, there's always opportunities. There's always great things to come out of adversity. Of course, exactly. somebody wise must have said that once because it certainly wasn't yeah. me. But, but I think that's really interesting because, go on. Don't speaking of wise, speaking yes. of wise, mm-hmm. I this week have been speaking to a very wise lady who you may know. <laughs> very, very wise. She's probably listening to this. So, uh, yes, definitely. Wonderful woman. Uh, my good, my, my good lady wife. Nice uh, Lucy, nice yes, done. absolutely. You had the, the 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 opportunity to have a chat with her. What what did you have a chat with her about? Not that I, I do know because we do speak <laughs> for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. So I was chatting to Lucy. So so the last couple of weeks we've been talking about uh, readiness levels, plans, haven't we? Um, and we've been encouraging people to go and use our customer ready checker. And one business that has is um, a business that that Lucy's been working with. There are. They're an online, uh, um, amongst other things, they sell uh, pet products online, um, Soul Destiny. Um, and I wanted to talk to, to Lisi uh, from, from kind of our perspective of how as a customer experience director at Insight 6, she's really helping them. Uh, they're currently, as I said, in the awareness zone, move out of that awareness zone, you know, into, uh, into the light of the breakthrough zone. Um, yeah. and, and here's what she said. Okay, good afternoon, Lucy. Thank you for joining um, our R&R family for our our podcast for episode. This is our 42nd episode I think we're doing now. So um, great to have you with us. Um, So for all our listeners and viewers, um, Lucy is the better half of Rich. So uh, Rich is normally set opposite me, but Lucy is the better half. He's going to talk to me today. But the reason we're talking to to Lucy today is Lucy's going to share with us um, a, an online business that she's working with that are really that have really begin to fly to fly over the pandemic um, in terms of their sales and how they're continuing to to focus their uh, keep their feet on the ground and focus on the customer. So, so Lucy, tell us a little bit about the, the business and how you got involved. Um, yeah, I have shut Rich in the cupboard, Brian, so hopefully he won't cause us too many problems. Excellent. Today. Good. So the, the business is called Soul Destiny, and they're a, a family business based in, in the Wiltshire countryside, actually not too far away from us. And they are online retail, and, and it's specifically online line retail, and it's centred around their belief that exercise and outdoor living is good for the soul. So it's called, hence it's called Soul Destiny. And they also have a sister brand called Soul Pet. And um, I'm sure they would say it's not 
a happy accident, but actually what has happened to those guys um, since the, the beginning of the pandemic is that because of the areas that they focus on, because they sell um, everything for pets, they sell um, kind of meditation and yoga products, um, everything that's good for the soul, they sell alpaca, you know, luxury socks and homewares. Wow. Um, I know it's lovely. Um, accessories, so beautiful home accessories that are ethically sourced, that sort of stuff. And because they, they've um, sell products within these areas, their main challenge during COVID has been this rapid expansion and how they manage that. Um, and that was, I, I um, joined to, to help them within their business just before Christmas. Um, and and that's, that's where I am with them now, just helping them to almost take their heads out of the day-to-day -day operational delivery, which because they're a small business, they're so focused on. Um, and they're so passionate about customer experience and customer service levels that to, to be able to look up above the parapet and focus on the future stuff um, ha has been really challenging for them. So th this is a sort of almost a classic example, isn't it? Um, you know, I, I hate using the word winners and losers during the pandemic, but it's used a lot in the media, isn't it? But this is clearly a business that has um, has had a great, product and brand that's been online and because of the way in which the lockdowns have panned out it's, it's forced everybody into sort of different behaviors in it and they you know they've obviously been a, a recipient of uh of of uh selling those products and services yeah. for, for that need which is which is really interesting and I, I love the whole ethically sourced um uh you know the brand having a having a real soul that that sounds that sounds fantastic um so how did you how did you how did you get involved how did you and i suppose more than that once you've got involved what what has surprised you most about kind of their customer buying habits and you know what they uh you know what sells and what doesn't sell and what and what consumers are interested in at the minute i think the the biggest thing that i've noticed is the emotional connection to what they sell in in fact um i was there i was there with them yesterday and they had received um, an email, a, um, a thank you email from a customer. Um, one of the one of the main products that they sell is is vet bedding that's kind of vet recommended, and and they sell it to private customers, but they also they also sell it to trade, so they sell it to vets and pet referral centres, that sort of stuff. And um, and this lady had bought um, a piece of vet bedding for her new eight and a half week old puppy, who I happen to know is called Bruce because she told me and um and she sent us a, a lovely photograph of, of Bruce enjoying his bed and that for me when I look in their you know in their CRM systems I look through all of their um all of their client reviews and all of the feedback that they receive whether or not it's about um presents and gifts that they've sent you know home accessories or whether it's pet products it's all about the passion and it's that emotional connection that we talk to our clients about all the time mm. and they are passionate responders to that so they don't just see the reviews come in and kind of sit back and pat themselves on the back they respond to them and they build this connection with their customers and I think for me that's been the, the most noticeable thing that I've that I've picked up on. So you mentioned um, you mentioned earlier that they're, they're you know they're, they're exponential growth that they've had in the last 12 months has meant they've been kind of in the weeds a bit and you know yeah. on the operation yeah. what what have what sort of what have you done with them as an organization to really help them sort of 
uh, sort of lift their heads up and think about think about their clients because it's clear it's clear they've got a great client rapport and they've got clearly good client relationships which is of course half the battle and rich and i have spoken a number of times about businesses on the the customer experience pendulum and you know those that are really customer-centered being ahead of that pendulum swing um but often we see that you know businesses when they go into stress and they go into operation but they kind of slip back and they become quite reactive and having to so what what's been your kind of what's been your role in in getting their heads out of the weeds I think the main thing has been a fresh pair of eyes um I, I think a fresh pair of eyes also coupled with their mindset I think that's the biggest thing because you know it's all very well coming in and being a fresh pair of eyes but if if all of your observations and your recommendations kind of um land on deaf ears and and no action is driven from that then then it's then it's useless so I think um I think fresh pair of eyes I think probably um the the experience that we have uh, at Insight 6 as a, as a customer experience kind of specialist organization and our understanding of the fact that commercial growth is directly related to the experience you provide your customers and being able to demonstrate to them and talk to them about the customer journeys that they have. And, you know, if, if we're setting up um, new trade customer accounts, what does that feel like as a, as a new trade customer? What's that onboarding process, that sort of stuff. And I think um, helping them to organize that and to look at the processes and to identify the things that might cause friction or, um, you know, might stop that process from being seamless from through, through the eyes of the customer has been really important. And I think a fresh pair of eyes on the business has, has probably been the biggest help in that. So, so what would you advise sort of our listeners and, you know, people that, that you know, that might be in the weeds themselves, you know, in that operational process, you know, we know that the roadmap out of lockdown is, is, you know, we've got a roadmap, but, you know, we don't really know if it's if, if the government is going to stick to it because it's, you know, dates, not data, uh, sorry, data, not dates. Um, so what would your advice to businesses that are quite operationalized and they're not really looking ahead and they're not really focused on, you know, what the business is going to look like in six months time? What, 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 what would you advise them to do? I think, um, <clears throat> I think you just said it in those words when you said data, not dates. I think the most critical thing, if, if, if organizations do nothing else right now, to help them to inform their roadmap for the future, whether that is um, you know, just the, the near future or whether they're looking into the longer term, ask your customers what they feel, talk to them, ask them, well, you know, literally whether you're asking them on a product level, what they want to see, what is missing from your range, whether you want to ask them on a service level or whether you want to really involve them heavily in the expansion of your business and allow your customers to shape the decisions that you make so that when you come to the point where you are expanding, you're doing it from a, a place where you, your expansion plans are based on the evidence, they're based on the feedback that you've been given. Um, I, I think that would be my, that would be my biggest recommendation is don't make assumptions, ask people. People are really happy to, people are really happy to tell you what they think and feel. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great tip. What What if, um, one final question, what have you learned from being involved with um, such an exciting business going through exponential growth? Oh God, I've learned, I have learned so much. 
about what goes on, the challenges that those businesses experience at the back end. We, we focus so much on, you know, looking at things through the customer's eyes mm -hmm. um, that actually things like um, the processes that they have to put in place to be able to sell their products through different platforms. You know, they sell, they sell their products through their website, they sell them on eBay, Amazon, Etsy, on by loads of different platforms and actually just on a day-to-day -day basis trying to manage all of those different platforms who themselves have different processes and um, different customer SLAs, service level agreements, you know, different things to manage. There is so much and actually it's made me almost look at things slightly differently when I'm a customer is that if something doesn't arrive exactly the day that it says it's going to arrive, do, do I need to get all uppity about that as a customer? Or actually, it's probably made me be a little bit more mindful of the challenges that businesses face. Um, and, and one of the things um, that made me think about that was some of, the, um, some of the delivery challenges that I saw them having with, with Royal Mail through the pandemic, um, you know, and, and trying their very hardest to, to manage um, and respond to customers when people are phoning to ask where their parcels are. Would it, if it's been dispatched from the person you've bought it from, but it's somewhere in between your house and, and them, you know, there's very little that they can do about that. Of course, there's ways and means that you can manage that messaging. I get that. And they're really good at that. But I think it's probably made me be a more slightly more patient customer and consumer. That's really, that's a really interesting take, isn't it? Because I think what you're describing there is is the key point you mentioned is is absolutely about managing the expectation of the client so the client knows the customer knows when something's arriving but uh no that's that's that's, that's great really good how do how do people find this this fabulous brand uh what just remind us what they're called they're called soul destiny yeah um if people are looking for pet products their sister brand is soul pet um, but if they go to the Soul Destiny website, they can access all of the, the Soul Pet products through there as well. I would really recommend people to, to go and have a look. The website is, um, is something that is going to be developed as well. This is another thing that we're looking at in terms of the customer journey. Um, but yeah, I would, I would thoroughly recommend people to go and, go and have a little look. Fantastic. Lucy, it's been great to speak to a different night today nice uh, talking to you it's nice to get the opportunity to actually talk Ryan rather than you know being <laughs> shut away <laughs> thanks for your time yeah take care speak to you soon uh wise words from loose absolutely you can tell who the brains are out of uh in, in our uh, insight six uh franchise can't you yeah well I, I didn't like to say but you know uh, <laughs> I do as I'm told quite clearly but um, yeah, really, really great to hear. And obviously, we we've spoken a number of times about um, uh, Soul Destiny and the work that they're that Lucy's doing with them. But it's really great to be able to share that with listeners and, and viewers of our pod, our humble little podcast. Um, yeah, and so I, I think one of the key things to sort of come out of that is is the opportunities. And I mentioned that at the start of the the podcast today. You know, there's opportunities out there in terms of the adversity that we find ourselves in, and um, and the pivot word. You know, people have been changing or not even changing, but providing the right things at the right time. And clearly, Soul Destiny have got something going really well now. You know, they've started to pick up because people wanting to do, you know, 
buy something nice for whether it's the the the, the pet or whether it's for themselves and the yoga side of things and all those those things and it's really interesting that they they clearly have got a passion and this is where as as, as an organization insight six can really help out is when organizations like soul destiny clearly have a passion for what they do you know and they have that they've clearly got this emotional connection with with their customers hearing about bruce the dog and all those really exciting things like that you know it's it's demonstrating that this customer experience stuff that we warbles on about all the time it really does need to be something that businesses are focused on because if it's just a tick box exercise don't bother you know if you're out there listening to this and you're thinking yeah we must do some feedback but we're not sure what we're going to do with it or whether we're going to bother changing anything then great advice from us is just yeah don't don't bother because you're probably not ready um but the soul destiny guys seem to be in that awareness zone so they're sort of ready to go to the next step and and it's been great to see you know hear, hear what this has been uh, working with them uh, on uh, at the time yeah look i think i think yeah, the really exciting thing about listening to what lisa said was you know she uh she, when she got involved you know they, they, their business had gone off a you know gone off like a rocket because of the lockdown and they they almost went didn't they into this kind of operational mode of you know coping with all the deliveries and you know just just focusing on on trying to look after their customers from an operational perspective but what i thought was really interesting with what lucy said was you know she's had to make them kind of stand back get their heads out of the weeds look up look ahead start thinking about you know what's next and you know how they how they continue to look after their their customer their customer strategy by being really focused on what's working really well now but what are they going to focus on in the future as well so you know that 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 as you say that fresh pair of eyes that somebody looking at something differently in a way that is um gives you the ability to be able to, to step back and go hang on a minute yeah we are you know we're just dead focused on getting the work done we're not thinking yeah. ahead um it, it is really important because it can be quite dangerous you know if you're if you're in the weeds and you're not you know, you know your head is down you can't see what's coming down the tubes that can knock you off course no absolutely yeah and it is that sort of that other perspective isn't it you know it's that standing outside of that 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 uh, area where you normally operate so when we're in the middle of it we can't see certain things outside the peripheral vision from a business point of view and we're you know i'm sure a lot of people listening are either running their own businesses or leading businesses and it can often be the case unless you've got time to sit step, step back and actually take a good look then it can be as you say quite dangerous not to do that so from our point of view and insight six you know our ability to be able to come in and say right okay we're going to give you some third party perspective on this um, and we're going to provide it via your customers as well as ourselves as, as standing on the side there because there is a critical link between what we're doing and your commercial growth and i think that's the one thing that we need to remember when we talk customers and people often think oh well you know it's nice isn't it it's a nice thing to do it's not a nice thing to do it is the thing to do because who pays for your product? You know, it is the customer. And we say again, you know, when you are when you're starting to ask the questions of your customers and seek their input and their their interest in your organization, they they start to connect with it even more emotionally. And guess what they'll go and do? They'll go and tell more people how great you are. 
Um, so the opportunities are there and it's being able to um, identify them because there are, you know, there's a lot going on, isn't there? There is a lot. And all those different touch points that Lucy mentioned about, you know, being able to identify those and, and, and map the journey. Because there's certain things when we're in the middle of it that we, we think, oh, well, you know, clicking on one button that isn't so obvious on a website, it's not too much of a problem, is it? Because they'll find it eventually. It won't really be an issue. I did it the other day. I, I couldn't work out the, the journey through this website. So I just binned it and I went to, to I, I went to another one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I needed something. I definitely needed the product, but where I got it from, I wasn't fussed at that point because I wasn't that connected to the organization. So that quick reaction I had was that's taking too long. Somebody else's go. Uh, and, and good or bad, that's what people's expectations are, are like these days, particularly online and the e-commerce piece. It totally is. It totally is. And, and actually, you know, using that simple, where am I? Am I at risk? I, am I, you know, am I aware? Am I in the breakthrough zone? It's so yeah. crucial to understand that. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, great example of a business that are thinking about looking after their customers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, next week. Yeah. Next week, you're going to be interviewing somebody else next week, aren't you? Look at a cup two on the two on the trot, as they say, on the bounce. Two on the bounce, yes. If you got a bit lazy, I was doing all the interviews. God, come on. We, you were. I did feel uneasy for one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so who are you uh, talking next, to? Next week, we're talking to um, Dave Meadows. Dave is uh, a managing director of a business called Pushed Animation. And Pushed Animation uh, are a business, really exciting business based down, um, based in Plymouth and Southampton. Um, uh, but uh, Dave's going to talk to us about how animation is used to engage customers. Nice, so, nice. Well, I'll be interested to see how that one works. Yeah, another little bit of different perspective, you see? That's what we like to provide here. It's lovely. And then, and also another perspective that you can gather is from, is generally through CIDR we find so from down here in this country so we're actually going to be doing a bit more of that cider and cx chatting and we mentioned it the other week we we pushed it back until the end of april we're having a, a facebook live session on the 29th of april um where we'll be doing a little bit of a tour of the uk and maybe ireland as well um getting a few of our colleagues on to chat to us about what's going on around the country because we know obviously the west country is the best place to be looking at you see it's good lush but it's nice to hear from our, our, uh, our compatriots across uh, this sceptered isle, isles, as, as they're all over the place, um, yeah. to hear what's going on. So we'll be doing that. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Great. Well, well listen, cider anyway. <laughs> have a great week. I've been Ryan Huxtable. I've been Richard Knight. Take, take care and speak to you soon. Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling fit-tacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, see club for details.